Hello. 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 How's that now? That's better. Okay, good. Good, good. Okay. So let's get this part out of the way. Welcome back to Earthy Bruja Speaks. I am Shannon. I am the Earthy Bruja. And today on this episode, we and listen, I always fudge up her name. I've always been I've been saying Nikita. <laughs> and is it actually it's Nakia, which I should know because I have a brother named Nakia. So now I have you saved in my phone as Nikita. Because if I put Nakia, I'm gonna try to call you and be calling him, and I don't want to talk to him, I'll be gonna talk to you. So <laughs> from now on, you're gonna be Nikita in my phone, okay? I'm, I'll be Nikita. I'm all right with that. I'm, I'll answer to most things as long as they're nice. Listen, listen, let me tell you something about the wonderful world of the technological age that we're in. I met this beloved soul on another app called Clubhouse. If you don't know it, don't worry about it. It it ain't what it used to be. (laughs) (laughs) It sure ain't. It ain't what it used to be. But from that space, I have met some beautiful, beautiful souls. And this one right here, honestly, is the cream of the crop. Oh. Hey Boo, how you doing? Hey Boo, I'm good. How are you? I am well. I am here in the shop preparing to open up. So if you hear anything in the background, that's me just going through my usual pre-opening ritual. Yeah, I but I was gonna try not to interrupt that. You know, no, I, no, I, you're I, fine. Okay. You, here's the beautiful thing, right? Uh, being able to multitask, but keeping things in decent and in order, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it don't go as we always planned. <laughs> Let's just some of the best, the best laid plans. Okay. Listen. But uh, I'm I'm open and wonderfully blessed to be able to do more than one thing at a time, mm-hmm. and uh, still get the thing done. So, with that being said, I know I wanted to get today's episode recorded and get it out because it is Wednesday. <laughs> it is it's Wednesday. It's our day. It's our day. It's, it's our Mercury day. day. It's it's Mercury retrograde right now. <sighs> Those of you here might have be dealing with some issues because you know Mercury been Mercury right. You know, and it's mm-hmm. you know that baby but, been showing out too. <laughs> and here we are in eclipse season because that last eclipse. Listen, ooh, bitch, that last eclipse has done some things. Let's just be mm-hmm. crystal clear about that. It but, uprooted some stuff. It, but it, the folks it, it is got, yeah, yeah. Up, uprooted. That's what we gonna call it. Okay. <laughs> shit, uprooted. Shit, snatched. I feel like I've been caught in a collar sometime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but do me a favor. Tell people who you are. So, um, I'm, I'm Nakia Rosario. Um, I I always just tell people, um. You know, I'm 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 one of those those people that you meet that's like the wind. You know, I can when I when I when when our paths cross, I make sure to leave an impression, and hopefully, it's always a good impression. I like to leave things better than they were. Um, and I attest that you do. You do. Aww, you leave. Thank you, you do. So much. You, you leave things way better than they were. I mean, shit. You do. You do. Thank you. Now, now that don't mean I don't come through and tear some stuff up because sometimes that's what I'm required, it's required. to do. And I, sometimes I don't it's required. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> I don't always know that that's what I'm supposed to do, but that's pretty much, um, you know, who I am. Depending on where you're standing, what direction you're standing in. When I blow through, it could be refreshing to you. 
or it could be suffocating. I could take the wind, the, the breath out of you. Um, you know but what? I try to do things in balance. <laughs> you do. I, I'm telling you, listen, nothing you have said is, you have not lied to this point. Everything you have Ooh. said is absolutely true. You have not lied. You have not lied. So um, today I want to talk about, you know, obviously what's going on in the skies and mm -hmm. how it's affecting. But I want to, if you don't mind being a little vulnerable with me, okay? Okay. And feel free to say, Arthur, we ain't talking about that today. And that's fine. Okay. okay? We ain't going to push. <laughs> okay. But but I'm going to be my usual holy bold self. Uh, and uh -huh. I want to, you know, talk with you about how you have transitioned from organized religion down over at the church. Because we both grew up in the church. The church okay? house. Down mm -hmm. at the church house. Mm -hmm. And how you have found your way into what is now spirituality, what that mm -hmm. has looked like for you, how have those in your immediate circle responded? And let's, you know, if you don't mind just sharing with the people what that looked like, because I realized that those who are drawn to me, the majority of the time, come from that life. Mm -hmm. And they're looking for a place to land and unpack all of this. Mm-hmm. And so I would, and they've heard my story. Everyone know I'm a preacher's kid. Everybody know, you know, I was raised in the church, you know, all of they, they know my story. I want to share your story, if you don't mind. And uh, so, yeah. What was the catalyst? What, what was the thing that brought you more into spirituality? And I don't want to say out of the darkness into the light. I don't want to offend nobody. But the reality is you, you start to say something differently. You require mm -hmm. more of what, than what you were getting. Oh, so yeah. just kind of walk us through that. What does that look like for Nakia? Whew. Girl, when I take a, <laughs> <laughs> as I look back, um, as I look back over my life. over my life, yes. Listen, when I uh, at a young age, I started chasing God. Like my mom was uh, raised Catholic. My dad, for most of my life, was um, atheist. So there wasn't really organized religion, so to speak you know, in my life. I would see, you know, my aunts light candles. I would be intrigued by it, but not enough. <laughs> and then mm -hmm. um, when I moved, I grew up in the Bronx. Uh, when I moved to North Carolina, I realized that, you know, the, the, the church goers, they, that's a big thing down here. So a lot of my friends were raised in church. I had a lot of preacher's kids and, you know, the deacons and everything. So those were the people that I tended to gravitate to because, again, I was able to acknowledge at a young age that that's, like, I wanted that relationship with God. Okay. So I chased after him. For some years, I chased after him. Um, by the time I was 20, I was on the verge of having my daughter and, um, as she grew up, she grew up in the church. Her dad's family was very much into the church. So she wanted to become a member. And as her mother, you're not eating no food that I'm not going to eat myself. So yes. yeah. I, I signed up willfully. She was in the, in the choir. I was the, the choir mom, you know, one of the many choir moms because there, there's a tribe of us. <laughs> okay. um, but I truly believe that the creator puts people in your life in accordance to your purpose. And it may not make sense to you in those moments, but in hindsight, it does. 
So one of the very first people that I met at this particular church when I became a member of it um, was the minister of music. And he was not like anybody I had ever met. He's very unconventional, semi-crazy. He was Jamaican. <laughs> um, but he was so gifted. And I found that music was my way, you know, to, to decompress. You know, I could celebrate, I could mourn, I could do everything through music. I've always been like that. Just didn't know that I was more sensitive to certain vibrations. Isn't until it funny? I Isn't it older. funny how music has been this thing that's a consonant throughout time? Mm-hmm. Music. It's mm-hmm. a universal language. It is. It's it a is. universal language. So how can it, how how can we not incorporate that into our daily lives and our daily practices? For me, that's what I ended up doing. Like you know, I I I had to be. As I got older, I became more intentional about what I listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll still I still listen to everything, but there are just certain things like I can't do hip hop on certain days. Yeah. Some days I just am I'm, I'm more loving. So I'll do some jazz or something classical. Some days, I, you know, I might wake up and choose violence. So you might hear some heavy <laughs> metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a choice. And, yes, it's a choice. I, you definitely do choose, you know, how you how you want to respond to the energy of the day. Um, so as she started getting older, as my kids, you know, my family started growing I watched as there were people around me that poured into me things that I would ultimately need for the next phase of my journey. So uh, the music minister was like, you know, you're really insightful. Um, You're nurturing, like all these qualities I never paid attention to in myself because I was in a broken space. Mm. And so I spent a lot of my life stuck in trauma. You know, if, if that makes sense, stuck in trauma. Yeah, like talk that about that thing's... a little bit. Talk, talk, oh, stuck honey. in trauma. I mean, stuck without, 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 you know, having to unfold all of your stories, being stuck in trauma, what does that, what does that mean? What does that look like? Um, it looks like choosing toxic relationships Ooh, regularly. Okay. Okay. Just to not just choose them, but choosing them regularly. Regularly. Okay. Choosing <laughs> so much that it's comfortable, so comfortable to you that you have the matching shoes purse and earrings to go with it oh wow okay (laughs) and and then wondering why the things around you don't grow in the capacity that you want them to grow that's what it looks like it and that's what it feels like it feels like constant darkness constant so so let me let me let me interject here for a minute Mm -hmm. so you're talking about how you were, you know, moved into the church because you didn't grow up in the church, which is mm-hmm. a different path for some people. Many of us yep. grew up in the church. Some of us grew into the church. And so even... <laughs> I know even, where you're going. Even being in the church, going in there, it didn't take away your brokenness. It didn't take away the pain and the trauma that you were, no. for lack of a better phrase, wrestling with. No, the church is a healing place. Yeah. And so what what happens when you go to certain wards on the hospital? Right. You ever you ever go to a hospital and maybe they have an oncology department and then you stroll through that oncology department and you see certain people that are dealing with cancer and they have this incredible mindset that they're going to def- you know, they're going to defeat it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then you see you have other people that are wallowing in that, and it consumes them. Yes, <clears throat> that's yes. what the church. That's what the church looked like to me. There were yeah. certain people that went there specifically to get that word, and that word was great for them while they were in that building. And and let me not even just say them. Let me let me go ahead and 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 own all of that. That word was great for me when I was in that building, but I will surely go in that parking lot and cuss you out if you cut me off. See, <laughs> you, <laughs> like <laughs> that word will stick from the pew to the parking lot. Once you got to the parking lot, you was it, it was it, a it, done it, deal. It was yeah. you on your own. You on your own. Okay. So life for me, like walking out of trauma choosing to not that has been a years uh, like years and years of work that shadow work that I didn't even know I was doing until now yeah um it was it's a continuous process so as I started maneuvering through different spaces and and interacting with different faces what I what I end where I ended up landing would be most powerful very, very, very least heard of ministry in the church is the intercessors. Now tell the folks what the intercessory ministry. But you know, you know, pre PK here, I know what the intercessory <laughs> ministry is. Let folks, let folks know who are in the spiritual community who might didn't even go by the church to get here. They just showed up here and been here since day one. Because you know, you got folks who would, you know, we say, I say, I'm a preacher's kid. You got some folks who are shaman's kids, and so they mm-hmm. don't even know what what the intercessory ministry is. So. Tell them what it is. Those, 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 those are the ones that will pray the walls off the church. Yeah, yeah. For your healing, your blessing, whatever your need is, they stand in the gap between you and God. Let me help they, the help. Let me help the folk a little bit better. You know uh, how you say, <laughs> "Will you hold space for someone?" Yep. <laughs> will you hold space? It's the same thing. We, we call mm-hmm. it holding space in the spirituality community. It's mm-hmm. intercessory. When you stand for someone else, when they can't stand for themselves. Mm-hmm. When you pray, when you set intention, when you join them in agreement with their intention, all of that. The wording is just a little shifted, but the energy is the same. Meaning, I love you enough to hold space for your situation, for you in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do with that on my behalf. On your behalf, in my practice, if it's prayer, if it's meditation, if it's candle work, whatever it is, that's what that's what that's intercessory what it means. Okay? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. It's also one of the uh, contributing factors to the, to the start of my shadow work, because mm. I can't stand in the gap for you if I'm not whole myself. Okay, I want you to slow that down real <laughs> slow. It's spiritual hygiene. I need you to speak, break that down for the mm-hmm. folks at the very back of the room who listening while they mopping up, up dusting and kind of got, <laughs> got the podcast on play while they doing other things. Tell us again what intercessory I, led for you to do to who? I had to, I had to get myself right. I had to really start working on myself. I had to sit in a place of humility and, and unpack the things that were not pleasing to myself or my creator that I knew. And then be intentional about changing those things because I can't stand in the gap for somebody else while I'm dead wrong. And Sweep around if you're your doing it right, dough. yeah, if you're doing <laughs> it right, you're instantly convicted if you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because again, 
how am I going to help you with yours if I ain't taking care of mine? Mm-hmm. And mine ain't going to necessarily look like yours, but I need to be addressing my own. So people say, oh, well, you hold space for so-and-so. They're going to have surgery today, but I'm not taking care of my own physical mm-hmm. health. I'm not mindful of my own physical body. I don't have the space to hold for that person because I'm not there. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to say, no, I can't hold space today. Not for that issue, but I will keep them in my thoughts and prayers. And I hate that phrase thoughts and prayers because the way society is, has just made has, it just, yeah. <laughs> so maybe we don't say thoughts and prayers, but I will keep them in my heart. You know, Absolutely. Absolutely. But and I can you I, keep, you never, I think that what, what I, at the very beginning of that journey, what I thought was once you laid that prayer down, that was it. You walk away from it and you on to the next thing. It was like a job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like a job. I'm going to go in here and I'm going to do this thing. And, you know, then I'm going to come out and everything is going to be. But what I opened myself up for was life changing events. Because, again, I was not in the practice of having good spiritual hygiene. I was in the practice of operating from a space of trauma. So that put me in a space where every time I saw a need, hey, I'm gonna show up and throw magical fairy dust on the situation. <laughs> magical fairy dust. <laughs> listen, listen, man, do you know how many times we have run in to be of service, mm-hmm. to be supported for people when it, it wasn't even my place? They didn't, first of all, they didn't ask for our help. They didn't nope. want our help. And nope. we were in no condition to give the help. But here we go, because we're going to be a good person. Hey, and more importantly, you weren't even instructed to do it. Who told you to go there? That's my point. You know what I'm saying? So I done ran into all these buildings that are burning. The people done came out fine, but now I'm dying a slow death. Yeah, because it wasn't. Listen. That wasn't mine. Here when we I go tell with, you that here we go with the Bible study. Yeah. <laughs> Who then listen? Uh, every, everybody that's gone to a black church has had the benediction. And, mm-hmm. it's, and you raise it, until we meet again, may the mm-hmm. Lord be with you. Okay, and we think that's some some beautiful blessing over us until but if you really go back and read that scripture, all of it, the before, parts before and the parts after, it mm-hmm. took my beloved friend Portia to teach me because she's excellent with these uh <laughs> metaphysical Bible studies. Mm-hmm. God sent no. I'm I, don't give me the. I, who was it that was in there? And was that? I'm trying to remember who it was. That was um, the Lord. Okay. The Lord bless you and keep you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May the Lord mm-hmm. bless and keep you until we meet again. Mm-hmm. Well, it was Moses who was sent on the journey by God, but Moses decided to bring somebody with him. Mm-hmm. So they're on this journey and look around and all of Moses' provisions are being ate up, drank up. Mm-hmm. So he's, Lord, I didn't tell you to bring them with you no damn way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you done brought all these folk with you and they done brought all they folk with them and then you ain't got, I had enough for you and yours. Yep. So he took him, uh, who did he, who? I'm look, I'm, you got me looking it up here. You got me looking I'm it looking up. I'm looking it up too because I know it's numbers. It's uh the scripture well, itself number six twenty four. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to see who it was he was talking to. I'm about to read, uh, I'm about to open the full chapter. He was talking to Moses, even uh, his father. Who did Moses have with him? The Nazarite. 
So here we go with, and don't even, look, the book don't even give him a name. Yeah. So look at him. I'm going I'm to go top of this hill. You look whichever direction you choose to go with your people, that's the way you go. I'm going to go the total opposite direction. Mm -hmm. And may the Lord keep and be with you until we meet again. In mm -hmm. other words, I don't want to see your narrow ass no more. Yeah. That's what it really means, right? That's the benediction that they pray over us in church as they leave. That ain't, that ain't what that scripture means. <laughs> that ain't what that scripture really means. We motherfucker go that way and don't you come back, okay? Don't, 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 don't come back. Go on, go on where you're going. And so, again, we rush in and bring folks with us on these journeys that we're going, or we rush in to help folks, and it wasn't a part of our assignment, is what mm -hmm. we're trying to get at. It wasn't part of our assignment. Mm-hmm. Continue, I, baby. I'm sorry. I had to backtrack because before I became a uh, <laughs> before I became the intercessor, this is how I knew it was ordained. Um, there was a it was there was a prayer camp, a prayer boot camp, and I had seen this couple around the church for a while. But again, I I'm one of those. When you get to know me, you'll know that I'm the personality that's good with being in the background. Mm -hmm. So I, I do a lot of time, a, a, a lot of observing. I respect the, the ratio, two ears, one mouth, is so that you can hear more than you speak, so that when you speak, Ooh. what you say is profound, you know? Uh -huh. So there were these two individuals um, that I had seen around the church, actually three. It was a, a, a husband, wife, and their daughter. Um, and they both led the prayer boot camp. And I'm sitting in there and I'm listening and I'm watching and I'm observing. And at the end of it, my spirit was like, get up and go talk to her. And I was like, I, ain't, I don't know these people. <laughs> I'm not about to do it. But it would not stop nagging me. So I run over to her in tears and I'm like, listen, I'm not sure why I'm supposed to come and speak to you, but I'm supposed to speak to you. And that's my mama, Wadi. That's the, they're the Wadis. Um, and she said, baby, I know. She said, don't worry about it. You're not the first person to come. I know what I'm supposed to do with you. She was also the head of the intercessors. Her mm -hmm. was the director of Christian education. So when I tell you that I got a front row seat to what it is actually like, to, to hold the word of God in your spirit and be an example of what righteousness looks like. I had, the, I, I had front row seats to it for the majority of my time. And actually they're still, I, you know, I still consider them my spiritual family. Um, but they taught me how to be, how, how to learn how to put boundaries up, how to have that hedge of protection. And they taught me how to be that hedge of protection because for me, they were that hedge of protection. You know more than anybody, girl. I'll be out here in these streets doing whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let me mix this up with this and this uh -uh, thing. And uh -uh. she would reel me in so quick. No, baby. Or before I know it, there's someone around me that is protecting me from the danger seen and unseen. You know, mm -hmm. they've mm -hmm. gone ahead and made that crooked path straight for me to be able to walk and do what I needed to do. They made like I walked around for the majority of my life thinking I was crazy. Wow. Only to come to terms with the fact that I was I'm touched in a different way. And everybody's not going to understand your gift, but your people. 
They will find you. They will come to you. They will protect your gift. They will nurture your gift and they will teach you how to nurture it and protect you. Which is how I got to the point that I could understand that I was the wind. I'm not so meant to be in I'm, everybody's season all season long. <laughs> I'm hearing how you have knitted together mm-hmm. your experience in Christianity mm-hmm. and moving from Christianity. To, and I understand you're still in a process, right? Mm-hmm. Of making it make sense for you. Mm-hmm. We, we've had private conversations that I understand. Absolutely. And so I'm hoping that this conversation that we're having publicly will guide and help and aid someone as they make their own transitions and they find their own path. Because oh, that listen, would be so beautiful. Listen, for me, <laughs> I literally amputated everything related to the church in Christianity mm-hmm. when I started my, my journey. Mm-hmm. But that ain't how everyone going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to speak with you and share your journey as it is in process in real time with those who may be doing the same thing. Because mm. amputation ain't the call for everybody. No, it's not. You know? Some people have to, some people have to cast it up, have to cast that broken bone. Yeah, and just go and a little bit, a little bit at a time, a little bit little at bit a time, baby steps, and and, mm-hmm. and and slow transition. You know, my daddy used to say, when you got your hand in a lion's mouth, you have to pet him a little bit. Yeah, take so that, it, take that girl, take yeah. some, <laughs> some, <laughs> I'm take it to the corner. Some okay. people, just, <laughs> some people have to take it slow, and so I wanted them to have an experience by hearing this conversation. Well, you know, you ain't got to do it like everybody else. You have to do it with what's best and what's suitable for you. And so, you know, I, I have, and I've circled back around, you know, I, when I say I amputated everything, I mean everything. Uh-huh. A year later, I returned back to my prayer life and my prayers are not like they used to be. I mean, look, praying, intercessory praying uh-huh. and praying down heaven for people's situations uh-huh. was uh-huh. what I was known to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And so when I cut everything off and not even just, I wasn't even praying over my, my breakfast in the morning. I was mm-hmm. done with everything mm-hmm. related to that. Cause I was moving away from that programming. And that was the journey I had to take to do that. Mm-hmm. Again, that was my journey. It's no one else's, but to be able to speak with people who are still very much in love with uh, corporate fellowship and, and, mm-hmm. and worship who still love gospel music, mm-hmm. who still find, comfort and power in the bible mm-hmm. listen boo that's that's uh that's who to welcome home yeah <laughs> welcome it's home. a tool it's it a, is tool. a tool it's not any different that you this is the one of the girl we're about to slip and slide all over this okay it's one of the reasons i get so offended when people talk about you know crystals or sage being the gateway to the enemy my personal position is Excuse me. We 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 put this enemy or we learn this this behavior about an enemy to avoid the accountability of our own actions. Okay. Woo! Hey, hello, lights, windows, and walls. I'm gonna need you to say that one more time, nice and slow, for them same folks who still vacuuming and dusting with the podcast <laughs> on in the background. Say it again. What is we, it again? We we learn this. We, we learned this entity, I'll call it. Well, we learned this entity of an enemy to avoid accountability. That's all Ooh. it is. The devil if, made if me she do this, that, If she stepped on your toes, just stay out. Okay? I, just, I meant to. If I stepped on them, I meant to because mine got crushed up a whole, a whole lot learning the lesson. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's the intention behind it. The same thing. I too had stopped praying over my food until I came into a point where I realized, and as a matter of fact, Earthy, you told me this some months ago, those prayers that I was able to offer to other people, I had stopped offering them to myself. How can I sit in a space and wonder why my words can move somebody else? My intentions can move somebody else and, and be stuck on the fact that I can't make that same that same wind blow for me. It was because I hadn't been doing the spiritual hygiene. It all what? comes back to spiritual cleanliness. Listen, <laughs> I'm 51 years old in, in less than 90 days. Hey, listen here. Okay. Listen here. My mama said, says, and has said all of my life, cleanliness is next to godliness. To godliness. Mm-hmm. Now, that ain't written in no Bible, Tarot, uh, Quran, <laughs> no, no holy book, nowhere is that phrase written. But mm-hmm. that is true. Think about how good you feel when you clean your space. Yep. Think about how you good understand? you feel when you get out the shower. Yes. Wash your hair. Yeah. The manis and petties. Ooh. That's all that that like I don't care what anybody says. It took a, a minute for me to associate it with spirituality, but it's all spirituality. It's the intention behind it. Self-care is not selfishness. No, it is not. And, and, and I'm going to go back to the whole entity that we created, you know, to avoid accountability. If that if if the devil could make me do something that's going to cause me harm, what is it in me that would cause me to do self-care? Mm. Which is not only beneficial to myself, but it's beneficial to everything I touch. If everything I touch grows, and it took me a long time to get to that point where I understood that everything that I touch grows then why would I want to continuously op- uh, occupy spaces that there is no life in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no promise for life. I ain't into breathing life into dead places no more. Ooh. Come on now. <laughs> I just can't do it. I can't occupy that space because number one, the energy that comes with holding on to negative energy is all consuming. And if I'm going to hold on to some energy, I want to hold on to the energy that's going to be beneficial to me because you hold on to enough negativity, it manifests itself in cysts. It manifests itself as cancer, illness, everything that you can think of. Listen, you talked about the church being like a hospital. Mm -hmm. All of us at some point, if nothing more than just you were born in a hospital, I think over 90% of us have at some point been in a hospital for our own personal health. Mm-hmm. If nothing more than just you were born at a hospital, and if you were born at home and you ain't never been to a hospital for nothing, thank you for being with us, okay? Thank <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But uh, for the rest of us who have, have experienced the hospital, we went there, we got what we needed, and we left. We didn't just stay there. Mm-hmm. And for those who've had to stay there for, meant for, uh, for physical reasons, I offer you an alternative. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if the very least, if, if, if you're believing scripture to be what it is, which is to be whole and true, you have the power to heal yourself. In the word, the word tells you. It's, scripture says it. <laughs> Those power the, of life and death is in the tongue. In the tongue. And so a man think it, so is he. Then folks come tell you, you've been diagnosed with X, Y, Z. Either you receive that and make mm-hmm. it live in you or you don't. Mm-hmm. 
The only, and I'm not going to, I call it an exception only because there's, there's a lack of the word for at the, at the, at the moment. But the only exception that I have for that is you, there are times that you have to own whatever that, whatever it is that they say, you have not necessarily own it, but you have to acknowledge it so that you know how to learn the behaviors required to move around it or knock it over, whichever way you go. I'm a mm-hmm. knock it over type of person. Yeah. But <laughs> acknowledging it is not accepting it. Acknowledging exactly. it is not owning it. Because exactly. I had to acknowledge that the physical manifestation that I had that made me sick for over seven years mm-hmm. started in my mind. Mm-hmm. It started and it was a seed in my mind that manifested in my body. Mm-hmm. It don't start in the body and go into uh, the mind. It, nope. it starts It starts in the mind and shows up in the body. For me, my illness came... It was about seven, seven years that I owned... Well, no, I owned it for three. So they told me I had lupus back in 2013. And I can remember the, the, the practitioner at the time telling me, you know, telling it to me, but saying it with fear. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting at the edge of the table like, okay, girl, I got something I could Google. I'm good. <laughs> I know all these things that have happened. Now I have an answer to all of these things that were going on. Mm-hmm. When I look mm-hmm. back at it, though, all of the things that were going on in my life or health-wise were the manifestations of what I was allowing yeah. in my personal life. Again, operating in trauma. Uh-huh. And understanding, nothing beats a good understanding. When you fully understand that everything that happens in your body is a direct connection and relationship to what's going on in your mind, uh-huh. then you realize it ain't as bad as you thought it was. No. The minute a, a piece of an illness tries to creep up on me i'm in this kitchen because everything we need to heal ourselves <laughs> is in us is right around here. The, that's uh, right in, in the gardens i don't i and i'm in the supermarket not down to cvs or the walgreens but nope. in the garden in the garden and what you just tell me not even an hour ago <laughs> <laughs> it's in the kitchen if you can go in the kitchen you can make it work you can figure that's it, out. it so that's what i did i started you know they told me oh you're not going to be able to do this, that, and a third. That's a lie. Listen. I, I went from taking, having to get cortisone shots in my head to get rid of the migraines to not having migraines. So but I had to change segue. my diet. Great segue. <laughs> so, listen. <laughs> I know that you make juices. I, I know do. that you make the juice. And the, and the juice the juice got the juice, okay? Mm, who got the juice? <laughs> You got the juice, okay? You got the damn juice. I do. Tell folk what they what what you what you doing with these juices. How how did we, we know how you got involved? Because you just said you know you they gave you a diagnosis that you were. So, uh, I I did it for me at first, and then I started you know juicing for the people around me. And a lot of times it's just a matter of taking the time to do it. You know, most people don't want to invest that time and squeeze some oranges, cut the pineapples, do all of that stuff. Whereas me, that's where I'm, I'm the most balanced at. So I just started researching. Okay, well, God gave us dominion because that's what he told me. <laughs> I got dominion over these things. So I'm going to use these things to help me. 
I researched what herbs could heal this. I started with the medicines. What are these medicines supposed to do? What are the side effects of those medicines? Well, how can I get this benefit without having the side effects of it? What am I eating on a regular basis that is detrimental to my health? The first thing I cut out was sugar. Nothing, nothing that I prepare has sugar in it. I use either honey or agave. Fruits have their own natural sugar, so there's not a reason for me to add anything to it. The next thing that I cut out was salt because there are other seasonings that can give you that same flavor. Then when it came down to putting my juices together, I started with just juices that would help me. So one of my favorite is a beet juice. Nobody in existence that I know of just likes regular beets to drink. <clears throat> Threw some, some, some beets, some oranges, some turmeric together, and now I feel good. It was just simple. When people would come to me with whatever ailment that they had, I just start researching the ailment. What, what is it that heals certain things? You know, if you look at a kidney bean, it's, it, that's the exact thing that the kidney bean heals. It's shaped just like the foods, the fruits that we eat, the vegetables that, that we eat, they're shaped as exactly the thing that's beneficial. Turmeric looks like a, a knuckle. Let's you know it's good for the joints. Does that make can the people get a hold to the juice and then you went oh. silent? Oh yeah, no, I missed all of that. So you can you can email me. My email is uh something special, and that's S as in Sam, U M as in Mary, T for Tom, H helicopter, I Igloo, and Nancy, S Sam, P for Paul, C for Cat, L for Larry at MSN.com. Or you can give me a call. 804-926-9084. Um, I do 10 and 12 ounce increments. I can also do like two ounce samples and it would typically require an overnight. So I typically do my batches on Sundays or Mondays so that you're not sitting in limbo over the, the weekend. Okay. And that's that. Listen. I want you to know that I love you. I love you, girl. So very much. <laughs> there is places in my heart that you have, you are at home and you will always be there. I simply adore you. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. I'm so grateful to share space with you. Mm. To consider you my friend. We talk off of the line, off of the internet, on our <laughs> personal life. We, we talk face yeah. to face all the time this about real, real life shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm grateful for you sharing your story. I hope that what we have talked about today will bless someone, will help someone find a way. And if you are listening to this podcast and these, this information has helped you or piqued your interest and you would like to know more, um, have more information with transitioning your life from organized religion to spirituality, reach out to me. You can find me at earthybruja.com. That's E-R-T-H-Y. B-R-U-J-A.com or you can reach out to me through social media. I'm same same name, Earthy Bruja on uh Instagram, Earthy Bruja on Facebook, Earthy Bruja on TikTok. Uh Earthy Bruja. <laughs> yeah, I'm all of the social media spots you can find me uh that way. And I offer readings, uh, intuitive tarot readings as well as a mentor program. I offer products. We talked about spiritual cleansing. If you have a spiritual cleansing need, I got you. Spiritual baths, uh, soaps, oils, scrubs, sugar scrubs, 
I got you. So reach out and let's get you on the, on the right path. And let's, uh, I mean, if you just have questions, you know, if I'll do my best to answer those questions. If I don't have answers, beloved, I will find someone who has the answers for you and connect you with them. Okay. Uh, I am real good at finding the pe- knowing the people yes, who know, got the answers and yes, connect you to them people. That is Encyclopedia Britannica right there. <laughs> <laughs> of the people. Of the people, okay? Yeah. Because, I, I, listen, I don't believe that no one, anyone knows everything, Mm-mm. okay? And so it is to our advantage to have a healthy, fluid network of people with good information that we can work together as a community to help one another. So I am not looking for everybody to show up at my door with their hand saying, help me. No, beloved, oh, I'm one whole human being and I done lived over 50 years of my life. I'm looking to slow down, not speed up. So uh, yeah, I'll help you find, if I don't have the answers, I'll help you find them. I can promise you that. So thank you all so much for hanging out with us on this beautiful Wednesday, this Mercury day. Thank you again to my beautiful, beloved friend, Nakia. I love you with my entire being, darling. I love you as well. Thank you for being a pillar of light. And, and thank Aww. you for signing so brightly that when my little, when my little boat sailed past, <laughs> <laughs> I had someplace good and wholesome and nurturing to anchor at. Thank you very Aww. much. I love you, baby. You're absolutely welcome. I love you. Until next week, guys, have an amazing week. Happy Wednesday. Happy Mercury Day. Happy Mercury Retrograde. Be blessed. Until next time. Bye. Love ya. Thank you for joining. You may find me at earthybrewhot.com on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Feel free to go over to earthybrewhot.com and join the group there. We're also always offering new information as well as coupon codes. In order to get those early before anybody else, you must be a member. So go over to earthybrewhot.com and become a member and download the app there. Um, other places you can find me or you can also join us on Patreon. We'll be launching uh, postings on Patreon next month in April. So go ahead and join. Uh, very inexpensive options there. Looking forward to seeing you all there. I am again, thank you so much for coming and joining me here on Anchor. You can find this podcast on all platforms that is available. So we're just going to leave that there and then you can find this podcast at all the platforms. Um, I think this is the closing I'm going to do for now. It might get updated. It might get (laughs) edited. So here is that for now. Peace and blessings to you all. Again, know that you're fully loved and fully supported. Have an amazing day.